just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the A-Show, episode 66, with the kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast, myself, Justin Davis, and Mills. What's going on, Mills? I just watched the Knicks. We just had a great, great game between the Rockets and the Knicks. I say great game if you like. I mean, actually, it was a great game. So, Did they win? Like, no. Um, <laughs> James Harden scored like 61 points, I believe. So oh, that was cool. Wow. But we won. We lost... In like the final fifteen seconds of this game, it was incredible. It's just, it just one of those like it's a blunder that brought us near. But you know what? I'm not happy. I mean, I mean, I'm happy that the Knicks lose because like the tank is on. Like the tank, we're trying to get Zion here. Like, what are we winning for? Will that really matter if you get him? Like, uh, is he? You know, I yeah, he's. I don't, a, he's I don't in, follow the. Uh, I don't follow the. He's uh, incredible. College. He's what the he's what he's the spark that the Knicks need. And and then you said that all, about you said that about unicorn guy. No, 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 no. No one said that about unicorn guy before he showed up. Now, I mean, but he is here now, and you know he's been injured. But you know what? We get, when we get Zion, when we get you know KD, when we get Porzingis, <laughs> I think uh, you know I'll, the the 2000, 2019, 2020 A shows. I think we'll be a lot happier. I'll be honest with you. I might be a little bit more jubilant um, going into this, but you know. It is what it is, um, but yeah, we're, we're back. We're back uh, on the A show, and you, you seem very happy already. Just from from, I'm this, happy we lost. It's not weird. <laughs> it was a good game. It was a good game. I'll give it that. It was uh, a good game. Very very good game. Very good week for wrestling. Very, very good weekend for wrestling. This is this. We're, we're reaching the end of what a crazy uh, January for. For wrestling in general, we've had so many big shows. We've had Wrestle Kingdom. We've had you know all this stuff going on. Um, but hey, we're we're here. It's, it's Royal Rumble weekend. The start of the road to WrestleMania is beginning with this weekend's uh, festivities. But before we get to that, we got. I mean, I have to extend thanks. We both have to extend thanks actually for everyone who supported the CM Punk episode that we put out earlier this week uh, that featured Stag Guy Greg and Ernest Wilkins doing exceptionally well in the fifth anniversary of CM Punk's uh, departure from the WWE. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it was a great discussion that we had. It's two hours. It's probably one of the longest things that we ever done for the A show. Um, no, I think episode. I think episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode. After, it's one. I said one of the. Um, it's one of the longest things that we've done. Not the longest, but one of the longest. Um, but it was still incredible. You know, it's great to have all these wrestling minds, and I think we had a great discussion overall, coming from all sides of it. Um, the people who didn't necessarily feel the same way about punk post departure and the people who, you know, still, you know, respect his legacy. Um, but I think it's just overall a great discussion. If you have not listened to it yet, please do. 
Um, you know, please share it. Please like it. Please let us know how it is. You know, we've always want to deliver more content to you. We always want to, you know, only the best content, though. So, you know, just, yeah, just listen, tune in, subscribe, share, like, all the other cool stuff, man. Let us know how it is. Oh, yeah, definitely. And definitely also uh, leave a comment. Give us five stars. Leave a comment. Of course, uh, I think we'll be we'll be rolling through uh, some of the people that left comments this week. But leave a comment. We'll, we'll shout you out on the show. We got no comments this week. We got no comments this week. No, uh, I checked earlier. But you know what? All right. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you know we won't get comments next week. You know what? If you if you if you if you're into the show, if you're listening on iTunes and you want to give us five stars in the subject line, um, let's go with uh, you know what wh- what phrase should we go with this week? Uh, ready to, to rumble. Ready to rumble. Yeah, let's go with ready to rumble and yeah. and let us know and give us the give us the five stars and put ready to rumble and let us know why you like the a show or you like any of the you know content on rnc radio but you know more specifically the a show probably uh, yeah for sure for, let's just, talk about the a show nobody nobody likes mark and jeff nobody likes oh, well okay all right well so, you, you didn't have to say it out loud yeah, um yeah. uh but yeah th- thanks for everyone who listened and, and also, uh, we got another big thing going on this weekend. We have the Royal Rumble pool. Uh, we had the basically the kind of like the signups <laughs> last week, and uh, everyone should have their numbers by now, right? Yeah, everyone who signed up. I mean, a lot of people signed up within the first hour of us, you know, announcing <laughs> the news, <laughs> which so. is insane. It's incredible. Thank you so it's much. Great, it's fantastic. So, thank you for everyone who signed up, and thank you to everyone who wants to participate in that. We sent out the numbers already, so everyone has their Royal Rumble number, so they can't say it's fixed if you. You know, something gets leaked over the weekend of who's entering number 30 or who's going to be a surprise entrant here and there. Um, everyone has their number right now. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins the men's Royal Rumble and who wins the female Royal Rumble. But you know what? We're actually going to probably give our predictions later in the podcast. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see who who draws the magic number. Yeah, I, I that's always my favorite part. It's like, what if somebody gets like, Kenny Omega or something like not saying that's gonna happen, but like what if somebody gets Kenny Omega or some shit and it's like, oh wow, you know you're not gonna win. <laughs> but someone could also get, you know, the the boogeyman or you know, yeah, the Godfather or D'Lo Brown or something like that. <laughs> if I got D'Lo Brown, I'm I'm tossing my whole year in rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a gold star if you get D if D'Lo Brown shows up and that's your number you pick, I'll just give you a gold star. I'll give you a shout out on the podcast because D'Lo Brown is one Chicago ass. <laughs> one Chicago ass uh, strip club bouncer, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All but right. uh, let's get to No Holds Bar. We have a very, very, very uh, long show and we gotta we gotta like get right to it. Uh no holds bar this week. Uh very short week, very, very small uh amount of news this week because everything's where rumble base and everybody's going out to phoenix but uh first off aiden english who <laughs> meals wanted this feud so much so bad this and now true. look at now look at him uh he is this now is the true. new he's the new voice of 205 life <laughs> man you know what i don't like him taking the job from a black man who's working very hard well i think i think they're gonna and here's my like theory i think they're gonna move percy up I think they're going to have him replace like somebody on SmackDown or something. Mm. Well, you know what? I, I hope not. I kind of like the SmackDown. Not that I dislike Percy. I think he'll add to it, but I really do like the SmackDown team. Um, I like the um, Raw team too. I think we're hitting good with like. Com- there's a black com- person on Raw. They're on Raw, huh? No. You think he could replace Corey Graves? 
Um, I don't think he replaces Corey. Corey's the only person working both shows. It's not fair. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're He's right. the only one working both, both shows. You know what? But, but yeah, go ahead. Percy's needed far more in NXT, though, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, I I just think he's needed him far more there. But I mean, in English, a guy who uh, basically essentially got sent out the promote sent out the territory by Rusev a couple weeks ago. Um, I'll tell you one thing: the WWE is going to find something for your ass to do. I mean, <laughs> don't, matter, don't matter what it is. So here's the thing: I think in any other situation, Aiden English would probably be, uh, you know, in 2019, 2020, a future candidate for AEW. Yeah. Um, I think this move prolongs his career. Um, I think this move, you know, is, and, you know, I, I, I talked about it in the Real Wrestle chat, but th- these are moves that can prolong your career. I mean, we look at uh, David Otunga, who's been in the WWE for over a decade, probably one of the last members of the Nexus, besides, yeah. like, you know, maybe Daniel Bryan, if you count him, and Heath Slater, but he's really one of the, like, one of the only members of the original Nexus still in WWE, and that's because he kind of, you know, he got away from the professional wrestling. Now he's a talking head on the, you know, the kickoff shows. Now he's, I don't know if he works in WWE legal, but that's he a great probably, job for him. Probably should. I mean, listen, the, the big thing right now, right, is uh, everyone saying everyone's going to leave for AEW. And I'm, I'm like, they ain't leaving. They're not leaving any, they're not going anywhere. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like WWE's going to find something to do. You'll be a producer. You'll be an agent. You'll be commentary. You'll be helping out at, at uh, the performance center. Like they're getting so many people that it doesn't make sense for them to literally fire anybody at this point. Like everyone has a, has a, a part, whether you are on camera or behind the scenes, like it's, it's a huge company. This is a billion dollar company now. And um, I mean, this is a, a, a macro issue to the micro issue of Aiden English <laughs> being right. a commentator now, but it's like, you know, like this is it's a big deal that you know they're giving him another chance because obviously I don't they they don't see it for him as as a solo guy. I mean, you know what? I don't. I, they're giving it a test run. Let's see where it goes. He's still as of last you know Sunday. He was still competing on house shows. So let's see kind of where it goes. It might be him just really testing out the waters and see how it goes. And maybe it works. Maybe it don't work. Uh, maybe you know people just the outpour Percy Watson support is enough to say you know what maybe we should just keep doubtful. Yeah. holy doubtful. We'll see. Um, next up, John Cena. Uh, since we're not doing a, a official like raw recap on this episode, obviously uh, on our prediction episodes, we don't do them. But John Cena is out of the Royal Rumble, and I put out in quotation marks. Uh, WWE pulled a they pulled a video <laughs> showing Drew McIntyre basically manhand quote unquote manhandling him and, and tearing his ankle. Uh, and they just announced it uh, on Monday that John Cena was out because of this injury. They f- first off, they p- they put the video out from what I understand. Then they pulled the video. Then they put the video back up again, uh, and then announced it with with the, with the proper quote unquote press release that he was out there Royal Rumble. Um, I don't buy it. I think it's a complete work. He's got a movie that he's filming for the next couple months. I don't think he was ever going to show up anyway. Um, it's kind of weird. From a, I, I think it's kind of suspect when they put out you know. A video the a week later before the next episode usually in these situations we know right then and there like we know 24 hours later right before smackdown that john cena will not be competing in the royal rumble because he has an ankle injury they don't really tend to wait an entire week you know well, let's let's go deeper into this and i think it's been speculated as well 
Um, I think this is a not a Cena issue. I think it's a Lars issue. If that's if I mean we can be quite clear about it. It's not a secret that Cena would seem to be on a collision course, uh, at least from what rumors say, with Lars Sullivan, who has not shown up on TV whatsoever in the last couple of weeks, uh, even as his other NXT uh, call up you know cohorts have have been on the show. Mm-hmm. I think that they may have wanted to write him off. And it was supposed to be the write-off last week on Raw when he put Finn over, and it just didn't happen that way. And now they're pretty much like, okay, we'll just say you're injured and you'll show up, you know, whenever, whenever you have an opponent for the Rus- uh, for WrestleMania. Um, again, I, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I, I think it's actually like kind of telling that they waited so long because I, f- I feel like if they waited so long, then they were waiting to see what Lars was going to do up until the point where Raw was about to air. Yeah, and it didn't happen, and they were just like, okay, cool. Uh, really concerned about the Lars Sullivan thing. I will say that much. Um, if we don't see him in the Rumble, I'd say that's pretty large concern. That's yeah, it's what a wrap. I would probably say. I would I'd say, say I'd say it's a wrap. I'd say it's a pretty. He's a no brainer for the Royal Rumble, especially for a major debut like that. And I, I honestly, I expect besides maybe uh, what are those two? What are those two rotund guys? Um, oh God, heavy machinery! Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Besides those guys, I expect everyone else to debut in the Royal Rumble. So we'll kind of see where that goes, man. I mean, you know what? This is do or die for Lars Sullivan at this point. Uh, yeah, show up to work, do or die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Show up to work. Uh, I, you know, I hear it's an anxiety issue. I know a lot of people have kind of like have curbed no type of faith in the guy because of the racist comments. And, you know, anxiety sucks, pressure sucks. But I mean, he probably had to walk around and see all his other black coworkers probably looking at him. He was like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I got to go, brother. You know, I don't know the story. That would be weird if it was, but um, just incredibly weird. But, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, in the ring, I mean, I like Lars Sullivan. I think he has a great look and I think he can bring something, you know, something back to the to the main roster with the real big man that's kind of doing it out here as opposed to you know Braun Strowman who's not having the greatest month of his career right now um but yeah you know we'll see how it goes but John Cena will not be in the Royal Rumble yeah uh hey well he can do whatever he wants we saw that at WrestleMania last year so we'll be fine right um you had some some words for somebody Mills I don't I don't know if you want to to talk about that before we got into the predictions, but uh, I, I'll give you the floor. Um, so sometime this week, AJ Styles uh, appeared on, God, what's this show? Louder louder with Crowder. Louder with Crowder. A show, and, and, and everyone, you know, in terms of just the tweet storm of the show, everyone is pretty much like... This looks kind of sketchy. And, and, and do you know any sort of history behind this show? Uh, it's very alt-right. <laughs> it's very alt right very it's very conservative bro uh right. if, to, to say the least i think that um yeah i mean there's not much more to say than that and i, I really think in a week like this terrible timing for I, aj i'll say that right right off i the think bat. it's terrible timing and also you know question you know i know wwe has a lot of faith in aj styles but i question the sort of decision i'm putting him in such a show where there's it could be sort of you know it could get politically charged up in a way. And I know they've been trying to stay away from all things political with, you know, Linda McMahon in office and not really trying to take any sides and not really trying to experience the, the fallback that the, 
you know, the NFL has received over the last number of years. So it's kind of it's interesting why they did that. But AJ Styles kind of talked about, you know, the the host of the show kind of asked AJ Styles about this Gillette commercial that's been, you know, that's made its way around for the last number of weeks in terms of just like, you know, how men should really take a more accountability and, you know, in terms of just respect for women and all these other type of things. And, and AJ Styles had some words for it. And he pretty much was just, just like, I don't get it. Like I don't, men are great to women. I'm a gentleman. I don't get it. Like, you know, it's the, the, the commercial made me angry. And I, and I, my only true issue with that is that it doesn't even seem like he's really, you know, I like, I liked Gillette's message in this, uh, in 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 their in what they delivered in their commercial and i liked it just because i do think more men need to take accountability for things and i know this is coming out of the you know the realm of professional wrestling but i do think that more men need to take accountability for things and just take accountability and be able to treat you know pretty much raise our boys and raise pretty much ever everyone better in this society um but those things you don't get you know the you know i don't it's getting too deep. You, you don't get situations like, uh, God, what is homeboy who is smiling? Gosh. Oh, the, the, the kid in uh, DC. The kid yeah. In DC. Yeah. You don't get situations like those. You yeah. don't get situations like a lot of different things. And I think it's kind of ignorant to really say that on a public forum where a lot of kids, um, look up to AJ Styles and he's really, you know, someone who, you know, just to say that, listen, I don't think anyone, anything's going wrong. Well, I really think he needs to wreath. I think personally, no one is surprised by AJ Styles comments. I'll say that surprised. No, never. Um, but I do think he needs to rethink of the things that he says. And I think he does, you know, he needs to take a bigger look at society and realize that everyone's not in a great place right now. And a lot of it is because of, you know, the lack of accountability for some things that men do, honestly. I mean, you know, it's a, it just didn't sit right with me, especially with him being a public figure, kind of, you know, expressing these type of views. And, 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 uh, and he's, I mean, he has the right to express, I guess that's what everyone, you know, all, all right. will pretty much say like, Hey, you have the right to express how I feel, you know, first amendment. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, fuck all that. Um, I, I think, I mean, just to kind of play, not even devil's advocate here, but um, I, I think there's two things about them allowing AJ on it. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he, as a top guy, said, I want to be on this, I want to do it, and they just let him do it. Um, I mm-hmm. think he's he's probably garnered that much good faith with them that he can pretty much do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been one thing. And I think on a lesser end, they might, and again, and again, I'm just, I'm not speaking for them. I'm just saying they might not have known. <laughs> right. They might not have known what the what the podcast was about or what that what the whole thing is about. And they're probably like, uh, we're not gonna let them do that again. Um, I absolutely I absolutely agree though with with everything you're saying. I, I think AJ extremely irresponsible for him yeah. to be on there. Extremely irresponsible for him to say the things that he said. I don't know who they think they were talking to, and he doesn't understand the idea of toxic masculinity. It's kind of yeah. like, well, think about it. If we really, he was just like, he's like, I have a wife, I have a daughter, and three boys, but I think about my daughter. So I had to find out what this was, what was so toxic. And apparently, from what I'm understanding, it was just being mean to women. 
And that's really not, I think he's really looking at it, not even just from a surface level, from a level of ignorance where he's not really even understanding, you know, the entire situation at hand. And I don't really think he even understand the commercial. I think he, at this point, he's just like, Gillette, why would they do this to me? I use their products all the time. Like, what am I, how am I being mean to women? But it's more about taking accountability for your actions and understanding that, you know, a lot of things are ingrained in boys and, and, and they're giving a lot of, you know, leeway early on. And, 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 you know, he just, he just sounded like he was in a bubble. Yeah, he really did. And I don't think he understands just how society is. And I think a lot of, you know, a lot of wrestling is when you're when you're doing this day in, day out for the last umpteen years, you kind of enter a bubble and you don't really see a lot of things or pay attention to a lot of things that happen outside. But I think really with a diverse roster that they have in WWE and a lot of different things, at least someone needs to come up to him and say, like, listen, this is kind of what it is. And this is what the this is what they're necessarily coming from. And it's not necessarily just being like, oh, you know, is it being mean to women? It's not about being mean to women. It's about. It's about, you know, it's about the literal kind of uh, generational uh, t- teaching that that men have. I mean, it's, it's not even it's not even white or black or Hispanic, Asian, anything. It's the fact that men have generationally been over women. They have they have always had the advantage as a man myself. I watch the opportunities that certain men are given as well. And it's like it's, it's tougher to kind of like gauge it at times because we're black men the both Mm -hmm. of us and we have our own hurdles but even in that case even us having being like fifth on the on the you know on the chopping block we're still above women and all you know and it's it's wrong you know and and there should be equality there should be you know opportunities given and for aj to work in a company that is offering these opportunities and shedding their toxic masculinity and it's shedding Mm -hmm. their toxic past or attempting to uh at least on camera it's incredibly irresponsible for him to do that. And uh, I, I was very disappointed, but I was not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the general consensus of, I think, everyone who sort of watches. It's like we're not surprised um, just from, you know, a lifetime of AJ Styles' views on different type of subjects. We're not surprised. But, yeah, it, to me, it was just a bad look for AJ Styles. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, it it really made me look at him a little bit sideways, even on SmackDown this week as he's opposing, you know, Daniel Bryan. And AJ Styles is a great competitor, and I love to cheer for AJ Styles, and I don't think he's a bad person. I just think his views and a lot of things were very ignorant um, and, 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 a, and a bit of a willingness ignorant, um, a willful ignorance. So that's just my Absolutely. thoughts on it. Those are my words for AJ Styles. All right. Uh, let's get this. NXT TakeOver Phoenix. We're going to get right to the Saturday show here. Um, how do you feel about the build to the show? I, I feel like, uh, I really feel like TakeOvers have been like, the TV's been secondary, and this has been happening for the past at least two TakeOvers where the TV is secondary and the actual show ends up, you know, doing more storytelling than the actual damn TV does at this point. Because, I mean, I feel like the TV, um, like the TV production and all the stuff going on, it's like it's in a holding pattern until the actual, you know, everything kind of builds up and even the matches being announced it was just like kind of like haphazard like this feels like once again another takeover where it's like a lot of stuff just kind of got thrown together yeah you know what i think i i agree with you completely um it just felt like a lot of things were thrown together even though a lot of things you know the johnny gargano ricochet match was just kind of thrown together the the matter of cash has been happening for a while war raiders versus undisputed era 
I mean, I believe we've seen that. Um, you know, it, it just seemed like a lot of things, even the Alistair Black Tommaso Ciampa main event, if it is the main event, but it was just kind of thrown together. And it's just kind of, you know, it is what it is. They only had about, when you add in the holiday shows, they had like six shows to kind of pull this all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, NXT TakeOver at this point is a brand that you know delivers. Absolutely. So you kind of just like, you know what? I, I let's go with I, it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not as uh, critical about it as Raw SmackDown, where it seems like a major investment heading towards storylines. This, you know, the brand is going to be amazing, top notch yeah. when it hit the takeovers. Yeah, um, I feel like, or at least I hope we're seeing possibly the final programs for a lot of the top stars on NXT. Uh, obviously, after this NXT uh, takeover, we have at least two months, around six weeks, at least uh, six to eight weeks of actual TV after this for them to build to the uh, the New York show. Yeah. Um, I do you think that we could be seeing the end for stars like Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and I mean even Shayna Baszler, who I mean I feel is overdue for a call up at this point. You know, I do think we could see that. I feel like we have this discussion every takeover, but I do, I do generally think that it's like we're approaching the end of something. Yeah, I, 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 I would hope it would be the, and we'll talk about this more when we get to their matches. It's like a logjam of Black Gargano Champa. Let's say they are like yeah. they take over everything. Well, to me, it's also like a lot of familiar faces we've seen for a very, very long time, and it's time for, I think. The current NXT era, to me, rivals that of the original NXT era yeah. um, in terms of just the stars they created and the level of matches that they put on and the investments in the story and a whole lot of different things, the competition, all of that. Um, I think we're seeing the end of an era in NXT. And then, you know, I think once we hit that New York show, it's going to really be time to sort of pull everything out and and. and and head towards, you know, rebuilding a new generation for NXT. Absolutely. Um, first matchup on here, just announced literally a couple of days ago, uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. This will be their, I believe, third match uh, in, in their series of matches. I, I, I'm not going to say four because the one that supposedly that they taped does not has not come out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll say this is this is the third match between them televised here. Um before we get into the predictions, what are your thoughts on Matt Riddle since his debut? I mean, on my end, I think he is one of the biggest casualties of the logjam, like I just said, like of Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Like, there is no room for this guy. Even Undisputed Era are above him at this point. Mm-hmm. There's, like, no room for this guy to get any type of breathing room. I don't think that the Ono feud is below him. I think it's a, a perfect feud because these guys have worked together so much in, in other promotions. But I think that they have been, they've been slow burning almost to a point where I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I, understand, I, I love the KO finish from the last takeover, but it's like, I want this guy to start feeling important like right now. Yeah, you know, I think when you consider that he made his debut a little bit after NXT Brooklyn, um, just they put him on TV almost immediately. I think yeah. those next tapings he was on TV. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, it's kind of like this Cassius Ono thing has been going on for a while. And it's probably his longest start. It's probably the longest starter feud we've probably seen in NXT just by length because it's been going on for like the last four months. Yeah. Um, and it's ex- we've gotten some experience with Cassius Ono feeling a little bit of importance again. Um, we've got Matt Riddle, you know, not – 
really going up against a challenge in Cassius Ohno. And it'll yeah. be interesting <laughs> to see how he sort of overcomes this. But in terms of how Matt Riddle has looked, I think, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a it's a it's more of a casualty of so much other big major faces and stars happening that he just kind of seems like he seems like the sixth man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, he seems more so like he's not a starting player, but he's definitely a strong sixth man. Um, and they 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 feature him very prominently on the house shows and even on the the MSG show. He was featured prominently. He was in the match, so I mean, it's obviously that you know obviously they see a lot in him. I'm just hoping that it uh, it starts up and and we get something good with him after Takeover uh, Phoenix. I do think he will win this match. I think they'll get 15 to 20 minutes this time. I think it's going to be like a solid match. Um, I think that this will be exactly what I'm, I'm hoping to see from him, and I've hoped uh, you know I've been wanting to see from him since he debuted. Uh, I got Matt Riddle winning this i got mad riddle too and i think this is an opportunity for cassius ono to show out in a way that he's never really shown out in a long time he's gone these he's had these valiant losses against like you know um velveteen dream and you know ideo atami and a lot of other different things but i don't really think we've seen him really showcase what he's got on the nxt takeover and i think this is an opportunity for him as well but overall, I'm picking Matt Riddle. It just seems like it's Matt Riddle's, you know, era of time. Everything. Absolutely. Uh, next match, Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship and uh, a match that could potentially steal the show. Um, First of all, if you if you watch NXT this week, great closing program. But the sort of um, they've been doing a lot of uh, a great job with sort of meshing this this program with the main event program and it's kind of everyone is feeling everyone is in the same sort of arena and feeling just as important so i'll give them that in terms of with this program um this could steal the show man and i, I no doubt yeah. believe this will steal the show and maybe even steal the weekend um because both of these guys are just that damn good absolutely uh i would say Ricochet wins here. They protect the shit out of Ricochet. Um, I think they see a lot in him. He's a guy that gives the, brings them a lot of revenue <laughs> on house shows. Uh, I think you want to keep him as a champion here. I, I think he loses it in, in New York. I, I, I think I didn't, we didn't mention him in those, those, those um, stars that could pos- potentially be moving up. But I mean, I think he's definitely a shoe in uh, for someone that could move up tomorrow and he'd be fine. Uh, I think he'll win. It doesn't hurt Johnny to lose here. I mean, it never hurts Johnny Gargano. He never loses. The t- he never leaves the top of the card anyway. So, but I think it's going to be a fucking great match. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Gargano's been predominantly a loser for. <laughs> oh my god! Much of 2018. I mean, he, he, how many NXT Championship matches he's had, and he hasn't walked away with the championship itself. So, it, it wouldn't surprise me. To me, this this does a lot for Ricochet, and it could potentially begin grooming him for the next, you know, the next major look, um, which to me is him eventually as NXT champion. Um, but just you know, everything looking forward towards this match is just that this is going to steal the show, no doubt. Yes. It's gonna be. It's gonna fucking win bass. Um, I got Ricochet winning. You say Ricochet's gonna win, so we're perfect two and two here. Uh, next match: War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era NXT Tag Team Championships. Mills, is it? I know you're not a fan, but is it time to pull the trigger on the War Raiders? Nope. No. <laughs> Just no. Um, actually, you know the NXT Tag Division is kind of lacking. So at this point, I don't really. It's not really another team. Um. 
Gotta another, shake it up. You gotta shake it up, though. Another major team. Um, I think the War Raiders are cool, but in a sense, it's just like, is there another major heel team? Unless you want to go with what, what, whoever those three white guys are. Um, the uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but it it is just. To me, there's still no competition. Undisputed Era has to take it home here. There's really no competition in the NXT Tag Team division, and they've really been holding on to those belts, and they hold on to it for a reason, because those guys deliver. And I think, honestly, we've got another, even if they hold on to it, I could see another major face team. I mean, all they really have are faces teams. We have Street Profits. We have uh, got those fucking. You got the the MAGA team, uh, Forgotten Sons. That's what who I was talking about. We got oh. those guys. We have um, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, who have been just kind of um, revamping themselves and revitalizing themselves on the roster, and just a couple more, you know, teams with cut out denim jackets who are just around <laughs> and doing the NXT thing. So uh, to me, I think Undisputed Era, just by proxy of there's nothing. There's nothing else. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I, I think the match is going to be really, really crazy. Also, um, um, uh, let's see. What's his face? Um, I'm forgetting everyone's names. Um, when it comes time for the show, it's just like my brain blanks out. Um, Bobby Fish? No, 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 no. Adam Cole, not on the show. Oh. Now on the show, yeah, Adam Cole. This is the first takeover, shit, almost a year. Uh, yeah, he, he hasn't he hasn't been on at all. I definitely think that will come into play here on this match. I'm I'm gonna yeah. be very I'm gonna be controversial and say I don't think War Raiders win this either. I think I think they're gonna win it in New York, uh, and I think Undisputed Era will give them their first loss on the on the NXT roster, uh, and and they'll get it back. Obviously, in some type of stipulation match or something in New York. I think. Um, Undisputed Era wins here, and I think the crowd support for the War Raiders, which to me isn't even that great anyway. Yeah, they ha- um, I feel like they have to lose in order to start to, to have a story. Like they don't have any type of adversity, yeah, there, and that's a problem. It's uh, I, I feel like the crowd really isn't behind them. They've just kind of accepted that they are there, and they really two big men who do really cool big man things. It's like big men doing skinny man moves, you know? Yeah. Um. But I do think another team will come and usurp them. And I'm looking, I'm really looking at the Oni Lorkin, Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch team because Oni Lorkin has really been on a bean as of late. And if you watch NXT this week, he just has the, they have a great match with him and, and you know, and then Fabian Eichner and, um, yeah, I, I gotta see it. I haven't seen it. I gotta see it. It's a great match. It's a great little match. But yeah, um, Undisputed Era. Yeah. Uh, next up, the NXT Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler. This is um, interesting. This is the most interesting one on the card. In I'd, I'd, I'd say probably second interesting, second most. And to me, the the intrigue is because Bianca Belair, while good, is still unproven from a sense of having these big matches and having them consistently. Um. She's had, I think, probably her most standout match is that match against Kyrie Sane at the May Young Classic a few years ago, and then she had a a great series versus um Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. So to me, this is kind of telling uh, 
can she really, is she really the one to sort of carry the division and will they have faith in her to really carry the division if she truly does win? I, I think, don't think she's ready to carry the division. Any, I I don't. I think. I don't. I me neither. Um, uh, yeah, but, I, I, I don't. And my thing here is like, I say second most interesting, first most, but the thing is, I'll be first most pissed off if she loses, you know? Yeah. Um, You have to do a smalls finish. You have to do a fuck finish here. Like you, you literally have to do a fuck finish because it's like you've booked yourselves into a corner where it's like if you have Shayna, who has already been given so much, defeat Bianca here. What does that? Who who's you have? You go back to Kyrie after that? Who has already had? Who's already been champion before? It's like it's a weird fucking match. I, I just don't understand. Like the more I think about it, I, I don't understand why they did it. I I know why. I mean, I know you have to give Bianca a, a takeover match at least because she's going to be there for a while, but why don't you give her a takeover match against one of the girls that's already on the roster and to have a secondary fucking women's match. Like it's frustrating. Like you've booked them into a point where it's like, I don't think Bianca's ready to carry the division. I, I just I, don't. I think, um, you know, I would love to see Bianca Belair win, but I do think that they booked this match to end the streak. Um, just so that's finally off of the table because it's become so, I mean, the undefeated, I mean, it's become so blatantly clear that if there's anyone who deserves an NXT title shot, it's Bianca Belair because she has not lost or ha- not, has not been pinned, has not submitted as of yet. Um and she's also in this weird sort of a realm where she's kind of a face. She's kind of a heel. It's kind of it could really go either way after this NXT takeover. Here, here's my thing, too. I don't disagree with her losing the streak. I'm completely fine with her losing the streak. I don't think it should be Shayna that does it. Mm. I think it should be someone else who gets who gets that over. Like Mia Yim could have done this. Yeah, I think, you know what? To me, Bianca Belair and just in sort of her character, um, if she wins, it's kind of awkward in terms of where they go. Um, there, are, there ain't mu- there ain't many places because yeah, like Shana, because Shana, it, Shana got beef with everybody on the fucking roster. Kind of have to reestablish her as a heel, but if if Shayna Baszler wins, it's kind of you know you still have a division that's ready to go. To me, Io Shirai seems like someone who. I don't know if she'll get a title shot soon, but she seems like someone in the future who's just like bound for title, the title picture. Um, who else is in that NXT women's division? Um, uh, I mean, as I mean, Dakota Kai, she's, she's, she's injured, injured, but I mean, you, you just had a couple of the, we have two of the women already get called up. I mean, you have, you still have the, uh, you know, you still have all of that, yeah. you know, going on. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of women that like, you still have uh, Kenneth Ray. Ray, but she's so cold right now. Like she's, she's such her, her prominent character is Gargano's wife. Um, yeah. And she's so cold that it's, it's going to be hard to just make something that will sort of heat her up. Um, to me, it's just, you know, to me, the, the, the main contenders are still Bianca Belair, you know, uh, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, and maybe even Mia Yim um, to an extent. So it'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, yeah, I, I I think that uh, I, I think Shane is winning this. For sure. Yeah, I think Bianca passes out or something. Yeah, I doesn't think tap so. out, passes out. And uh, we'll see where Shana goes. I don't, I don't see where Shana, Shana goes. In she, she could. She, uh, I'll say Bianca Belair is probably going to show us show out crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that, I'm not concerned about that. I'm not concerned about that at all. I I, I do I do think that um it it is going to be a really 
you know, really, really, really big uh, display of what Bianca can really do. And I, I can't wait to see it. I just don't want it to be Shayna. I think there should be someone else, even if it's a heel, even if it's a face that could have done this or could have done this earlier, you know, and had a better story. And it's a problem of, with NXT not having two intersecting women's storylines at the same time. That's just my, my issue with it. Yeah. Uh, main event time, Aleister Black versus Tommaso Ciampa, NXT World Championship. Uh, I got many questions on this. Uh, where the f- I mean, chief being like, where the fuck is the storyline go if Black loses? It's going to go to Gargano, right? It, 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 I guess it would. I mean, they're still teasing this feud, honestly. They're, oh, my God. They're still, you go to NXT this week, and I know you haven't saw it, but they're the last two things on your screen with NXT <laughs> is there. Um, so it, it, it's interesting to see where they go because they're still teasing this DIY sort of deal. And I think they're going to pull the trigger on on the final match in New York. Um, but... I don't know. Do you, do you think Johnny interferes or do you think he does something to, to stop, stop Alistair from winning? Like, what do you, do you think that there's going to be a lot of like, fuck, fuck I hope shit? not because I feel like the Alistair and Gargano thing is kind of through. Um, so I really hope not, but I do think there'll be some sort of a chicanery that Ciampa wins the belt back. Um, I think I can't see Alistair black winning at this point. They should, he's someone who they should call up. Um, he has no pl- he has no more room in that. He has nothing to do in NXT. He's a he's a star in the making, and he's a star in any roster. So he's someone who really should be called up. And I could see Tommaso Ciampa really continuing 2019, albeit his stay will be very long. Um, <laughs> but I can see him continuing through 2019 as champion and sort of going up against these, maybe losing to Ricochet or maybe even losing to Adam Cole or something along those lines. But I still think they need a big, you know, a big deal on the roster. And I think Tommaso Ciampa really kind of head steadfast with the championship for most of 2019. So I'm going to pick Tommaso Ciampa to win this match. Uh, I don't see anything Alistair I, does if he even wins. Where does he go if he wins? He could. He could. I mean, I guess he could face Adam Cole. It, it could be Adam again. He could, could be Adam Cole. That's he could, actually he could do he could do riddle. He could do anybody. <laughs> like, I mean, you could go face face. I mean, they've done it before. Um You know, I do like Adam Cole versus Alistair Black. Um because gonna, Adam Cole did he he made a declaration at the end of the year that 2019 Undisputed Era is winning belts. I think that's a possibility. I think they win belts in SummerSlam, not not in New York. But New York is where they came, man. New York is, you know, Brooklyn is where they really, Brooklyn is where Adam Cole debuted. Him to come full circle and win the championship there is just incredible. If they decide to go with that, I'm just saying it's a viable option and a great option if I'm doing hashtag meals booking. Um, (laughs) I'll I'll never, I'll never, listen, I'm not going to shit on meals booking, all right? All right. Uh, However, I will, I'll be controversial here and I'm going to say Alistair's getting the belt back. I've always felt that was their plan to give the belt back to him and then do Gargano. Uh, you, you can still do Gargano uh, black there, or but it's Chandler. like, I just, or yeah, I, I just don't want, I don't want another fucking Gargano chip match. Well, I just don't want it. You're just getting it. And that's it. Oh, It'll be first NXT's first ever Hell in a Cell. I don't know what to say. Uh, well, that'd be fire. Uh, 
Then that's NXT Takeover. I think it's going to be a great show. Obviously, uh, very okay. interesting last two matches. I think on that on that card. Who are we getting? Who are we getting the 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 crowd spot? The and this guy, what he signed to NXT. Who are we getting? Uh, I think ACH. Um, yeah. Again, Trevor Lee. I think Trevor Lee. Uh, I think as far as the women, a couple of the the new women. They've signed so many new freaking women. Like, take your fucking pick. Uh, <laughs> who who could be on there? Right. Uh, I, I if I had to choose, what was who's the biggest woman from the from who was rumored to be in the new class? I can't even remember right now. Someone's probably gonna, someone's probably yelling at their fucking phone right now. One girl from TNA. Um, is it Chelsea? Chelsea Green. I thought she was. I thought she already uh, debuted though. She, she nah. She ain't debut. Did she? At least nah, on she the, didn't debut. Wait, she debut. She's debuted on live events, and she's still doing the psychotic thing. All right, and now we're gonna go into the Royal Rumble 2019 card. Uh, gonna be a long ass show. You ready for the show, Mills? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I am. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of matches, uh, on this card. Let's get, to the pre- <laughs> Let's get to the pre-show. Uh, first off, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev for the United States championship. A lot of people very upset about this for some strange reason. <laughs> pre-show bound, baby. I don't What's the, what's to argue? I feel like they were supposed to book this match on a pay-per-view before and forgot. That's how I kind of feel like. Uh, no, there was no there was no room for it on um on TLC. Uh, there was no room for it. I, and and I'm glad that it I happened. Think that's why they got happened. on the Christmas thing. Yeah, that's why we yeah. got on Christmas. Yeah, I'm 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 glad that it happened where it, where it happened. Um Have I even seen have I seen Rusev since Christmas? Yeah, he's been on there. He got beat he got beat up like 2 weeks in a row, but not going. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh I listen, guys, these two are probably going to be uh are probably going to be in the fucking Royal Rumble match. Stop stop tripping. You know Shinsuke's <laughs> tight. He's like twice. What are we doing here? Yeah, he, I, he I didn't does. sign up for this. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought we'd do one match. Uh, you know, spot spot spot. No, you don't need me in this Rumble. But yeah. Shinsuke, you won last year. He's like, no, <laughs> I already got one. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, like, who gives? Like, you think Shinsuke gives a fuck if he's in this match? <laughs> Shinsuke's like, what do we? But he's like, all right, so <laughs> he'll be, he start packing up and he's like, Shinsuke, you're in the rumble up next. Rumble? Shinsuke don't give a fuck if he's in that shit or not. Rumble? I don't uh, care if I won. I'm going home. Like, what's going on? I'm gonna go surf, my dude. Uh I mean, I think it's this is a no-brainer. I think I think both of these matches uh on the pre-show might be no-brainers. Um Russo's gonna win. I mean, it's it's time for Shinsuke to move on. I right, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, give it to Rusev. Come on. And I don't know who Rusev fa- I don't know. We're not really plotting out the U.S. title division. I, th- I guess it would go in the direction of... Uh, Andrade. Yeah, Andrade. But, um, yeah. I think- give it to Andrade. Give it to Andrade. <laughs> Why not? You know? He deserves it. Uh, next match on the pre-show. Buddy Murphy versus Hideo Itami versus Kalisto versus Akira Tozawa for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, uh, I think it's another no-brainer, honestly. I think I, Wrestle Kingdom Classic we got here. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I think uh, most cruiserweight champions have a really long run. 
And I think this this is gonna be no different. I don't see Triple H books the territory. It's all long runs, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I got. I think it's gonna be a spectacular match. One match that I'm hoping to uh, that I actually catch the pre-show for. And if I if I do miss it, I will go back and watch this match. No no cap. Uh, but I do think Buddy Murphy is gonna win. You know, does Hideo Tommy slow down this match? Oh god. <laughs> Just asking a question. Jesus Christ. Uh, donut Tommy. <laughs> he makes a lot on this match. But you know what? I've heard he's been doing really well on, on NXT as of late. Um, had a really good match with uh, Cedric Alexander. He defeated him to get into this match. Yeah. We've got out the Cedric Alexander wormhole that we've been in for quite some time. And we're out uh, of it. Thank God. <laughs> um, now we got Kalisto, you know, the head of Lucha House Party, Akira Tozawa, who seems to be, you know, you could just really shuffle him in and out of really whatever you got decide to go. And Hideo Itami. Um, it's going to be a I different see, match. Yeah. Do I see any of them taking home the crown? Not really. But, you know, it's a very um, ethnically diverse match. I'll say that. I love that. I, I, and I'm, I, I love that about 205 Live. It is very you international. You know, that's what this is when they're going to announce international row. And it's going to be like from Germany. Like <laughs> all these guys are from different countries. Oh, you'll be lucky to get involved commentary in this match. You're not announcing the, <laughs> they're going to announce the announce team between one of the women's matches. Or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My man, Aiden English going to be right here for this. Slander. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Uh, okay. On to the main show. First off, this is your match because I don't really give a shit about it. Uh, I think it's going to be, be the worst match on the card. Uh, no, absolutely. it's not. Oh my God. Don't Shane, say that. Shane McMahon and The Miz versus The Bar for the WWE SmackDown tag, t- uh, tag titles. Uh, does this start the Miz and Shane storyline for Mania? Because I think that's where we're going at this point. I mean, I think that's where we're going. I do think, you know what? Hot take: Shane McMahon and The Miz might be defending the tag team titles at WrestleMania. Um, oh God! Oh I don't God. know if they they hot shot this thing in three months. It just gets really weird all of a sudden. But I could see The Miz and Shane McMahon be like, "Listen, maybe we don't need that for Mania right now. Maybe we need this for Post Mania um, to keep the to keep the crowd hot." But <laughs> I do think that the Shane McMahon The Miz feud they they're getting along. You know, Shane McMahon took a crazy crazy couple you know hits on smackdown this week like i don't know they beat their ass for five minutes (laughs) i don't know how you stand there and just knowingly know you're going to get kicked by sheamus in the face and just stand there and not flinch or take it the man took a straight sheamus kick to the face and you know this is the same kick that's like knocked out jeff hardy's teeth and you know it's kind of like it, it it and that, and then that sick power bomb as well. Um, just that was, that was a stupid. That was a stupid spot. I didn't understand why he even agreed to that. I think you know it adds. Uh, it gives these. They're going to be a valiant team. I think the crowd is really going to go up for Shane McMahon and The Miz. In yeah, a way that they haven't gone out before. He's more over than The Miz. Who, uh, who do you think wins this? Shane McMahon and The Miz. Are you crazy? The, the bar's winning this. Uh, next oh, match. They lost to a 10-year-old. <laughs> Braun next, Strowman. Next match. Uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship. Do you think... I, I don't even know what, what could start this show. I really feel like they're going to start it with, with like... Uh, probably I, I like, think they started with Becky and Asuka. Yeah, that, that would work. That would actually make a lot of sense. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but for the, pre- for the purpose of the show, the next match we're going to uh, predict, Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. 
Will this be Sasha Banks' finest hour? Because she talking like she about to die about it. She talking like... <laughs> all right, so here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing with these Instagram promos with Sasha. And I love Sasha. I'm not sure if Sasha loves me, but I do love Sasha. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> she cussing? She cussing without bleeping it? This is still... You, you, this is still professional wrestling at some point. And this has always been my thing about the women on social media. And, you know, it even oh, no. happened with <laughs> Becky Lynch this week. And it's just like, I legitimately think that they're going too far. <laughs> and they could probably say I'm being worked. Fine. You can say that. I don't believe it, but you can say that. Um, the Becky thing was OD. Like that the was the one thing tweet. Was OD. The Becky, the Becky Mickey James tweet in terms of just the whole hinting with John Cena. If I was Becky Lynch, I would have snuffed Becky. If I was Mickey James, I would have snuffed Becky Lynch the first time yeah. I saw her. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would look for that receipt on Sunday because I would not. I, it, it couldn't be me, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm sure Mickey was just like, let me take the professional route because you know, I got kids and stuff like that. <laughs> no, and then, and then, no, no. And then Nick Aldis is like, Hey, you better back up. Yeah. You, you better back up. <laughs> you better back up. I bet. Shoot. You, know, you, better, you, you better back up. Oos. Um, Sasha Banks has really been going hard. I mean, the intensity of this match to me is really what's carrying this match because Sasha Banks has just been on another level in terms of, I think she really mentally believes that she deserves the championship and she should be here and Ronda Rousey shouldn't be. And I think that's really what's fueling this entire match. Um, yeah, it's, it's, this match feels like it's deeper than rap to me. Yeah. Right? There we uh, go. I, I mean, I, I really do. I really do think that it's, it's going to be a really spectacular match. I think it might uh, eclipse the Charlotte match. To be honest, I, I, it's possible that that might happen here. Uh, Sasha Banks will attempt to kill herself at some point in this match. Yes, but here, here's my thing: Sasha never stood a chance. Ronda Rousey's going to win. Ronda Rousey's going to win. I don't know why you bark. If I don't say barking, but I don't know why you making all that noise. Like, like you don't know what's going on here. Yeah, like well, they're going to change the match. But she don't want to get little brothers. She don't want to get little bros. So it's true. She doesn't want to just be, you know. She's not trying to be. She's not trying. Not trying to go out like no punk. That's what I think Sasha Banks is really trying to do. She's not really trying to go out like no punk. If she's going to be in this, you know, highlighted at this point, she's going to draw some attention and get people talking. Yeah, get people talking. Maybe consider her for some sort of WrestleMania thing. Even though she's probably going to be in another battle royal. Oh wow! No, I wouldn't say that. There's tag championships that are being uh, debuted. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So she'll she'll be on Mania this year. Oh, women. Uh, next match: Becky Lynch versus Oscar for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I mean, and you you pretty much po- I, I'm going to pose a question that you pretty much kind of answer with, with their placement here. Will Becky pull double duty if she loses here? I was hoping they would already have uh, hinted towards that on the main show, right? Um, because I think they just need to let it know. But we haven't really gotten any indication for that. Um, it's absolutely possible, though. It's possible. It sure is possible. But it's possible. Also, they already have – they're stacked with women on all <laughs> ty- on all shows and from all walks of life and from all history. Like, they don't need to put Becky or Asuka in this match. It would be great if they did. Right. But – you know, to me, it's, it's yet to be confirmed, but I would love if she did um, just for the Royal Rumble match itself. Um, my idea in terms of booking this match, I would have Charlotte interfere. 
Um, yeah, someone's got to interfere in one of these matches, yeah, whether it yeah. be the Ronda match or so, like something's going down. Like I'm very fishy about the the placement of these matches and the people that are in it. I mean, it's it's like either Charlotte or Ronda interfere in this match and cost the match, and then they kind of say like, "All right, Becky." Since you were, you know, robbed from the title match, we're entering you in the Rumble and you have another opportunity. I think that's right. kind of how I would, you know, hashtag meals booking. That's kind of how I would sort of go for it. But, you know, I don't I don't think that helps. Um, I don't think that helps Becky's character, though, to get handed it like that. I think she has. I, I would absolutely think they're going to have her earn it again somehow. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't whether it be winning the Rumble or, or something else. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to have her earn it some way and not just hand it to her. But I, I really think that, you know, as far as this match is concerned, I, I think it'll be good. I think it might be the lesser of the, the two women's matches here. Um, but I mean, Asuka, once again, she looks to be going into her cycle mode again from, from NXT or sickle mode, if you will, from NXT. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm all for that. I, I love violent Asuka. Like let, let's get it. And I mean, I, I think we could both agree here. Asuka's is going to keep the championship, right? Yeah. Because at this point, it really doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for Becky to win, and the decision is Charlotte either picking between Ronda and Becky. Right. It just doesn't make sense. I think they want to include all three women in this match at some point. Absolutely. Um, um, where where does Asuka go if, if she wins this? <sighs> exactly. Um, I mean, I would, I, w- I would absolutely love for Asuka and Charlotte to get their rematch. It doesn't seem as though that's going to happen right now. Um, but, I mean... I they could do it at Elimination Chamber or something. La- Lacey, Evan- Lacey Evans could possibly be there at that, at that point. <laughs> Hey, I mean, Mania's not for us. It's it's just for. <laughs> Let's see, who is on the women that could? You know, it's a real, it's a real conundrum that we have here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, guess, I don't know. I don't. Nikki, say, Cro- Nikki Cross would be fire. Nikki Cross would be fire. Nikki Cross would be great. Nikki Cross yeah. would be great. Yeah, that'd be fire. Um, uh, so yeah, we're we're both going with Oscar here in this match. Um, next Selena match, Vega, little Zelina Vega. Oh, uh, get out of here! No, nah, right, right. it's not gonna be her. All right, I tried. And then, that, like me saying that, it's like I, I saw like the dream, the dream noise happening. Like, two, <laughs> two, three months later, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega, <laughs> and I deserve to be women's champion. <laughs> like something like that. You you know how it's going. Oh man! Um, next match. This is going to be an interesting one, too. Uh, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Man, AJ Styles feuds go for too damn long. The man's been in the main event scene and has never actually closed the pay-per-view and God knows how long. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's a great match. I think the, I mean, honestly, the, the the winner doesn't matter, even though I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan, or in fact, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I, I think more more interesting is where the fuck are they going to go after this? I mean, we got Romania coming up. I, honestly, the the where does AJ? Is, hey, well, with AJ, it's more interesting. With AJ, it's more interesting than than Bryan. I think to me, this is the first WrestleMania in a long time where it's like we don't know what they're doing. Um, we kind of know, we kind of have an idea of the universal title match, but I don't really think we have, we haven't had the rumors of like, 
oh, and they expect, you know, The Rock or or Dwayne Johnson or someone to show up or, or Batista or something like that. I don't think we have those sort of expectations for the show. So it's it, everything is kind of up in the air. Um, it could really be anything. We could see AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura again at WrestleMania. Who knows? Oh, um, Jesus. I hope not. But we could see that. We could see AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Who knows? Like uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I, that, the, the MAGA Battle Royal. Shout out to Mark <laughs> and uh, Mark and Cyrus. Uh, Jesus Christ! I, I I don't know what they would do with AJ. But AJ's not just that. Like, Randy Orton's not a big match for him. I no. I think that they got to go bigger with that. And I just don't know who it is at this point. He's he's had Shane already. He's had Nakamura already. Um, that Andrade guys is having great matches. Put me in the ring with him. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, do you have do you have AJ go full build the wall or Oof, no Andrade's a heel right shit I mean you, you could flip it shit <laughs> worst thing he does face Kane or something like goddamn like I hope not but you know it's really yeah it's kind of a weird I, I think it'll be a great match these guys are incapable of having bad matches yeah uh, I, I I just think it needs to be over at this point I think this is like for as good as these guys are AJ Styles feuds they get long in the tooth almost immediately and, and I, think, uh, I think just by virtue of this kind of, you know, adds to the thing that Daniel Bryan's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Usually with these AJ Styles feuds, they kind of run out of steam. And now we're just like watching a match that's just kind of plotting through. But a- Daniel Bryan has m- managed to, you know, his inclusion in these matches has continued to make them like must see. Absolutely. Really great. Yeah. Even the heel turn match was great. Or, or the matches that they had in October were, were yeah. excellent. Um, Next match, Finn. Balor versus Brock Lesnar, WWE Universal Championship match. Match that I'm personally very excited for myself. I know that. Uh, will WWE press the button? I, I, a part of me is thinking Vince McMahon wakes up on Sunday morning and says, fuck it, and just, just flips the switch, and Ben Balor is our Universal Championship, uh, Universal Champion, and he beat Brock Lesnar. But I mean, my heart is saying, uh, absolutely not. I think Brock has a a more fitting loss in New York to come uh, in the next couple of months, and I think that he Finn will give a valiant effort, but Brock Lesnar will retain the title at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I think that's precisely it. You know, this Brock Lesnar Finn Balor match. I think it'll be a great match. It seems that Brock Lesnar works very well against the smaller guys as opposed to the larger guys. Um, he seems very. <laughs> From from Monday Night Raw, he seems very giving because Finn Balor really put the hurting on him on Monday night. Um, I, I seems like he's having fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's bumping so. around. He's flailing around. The man's doing the entire thing. It's a. I, I think this is going to be a great match. I don't think we see the demon if people are uh, expecting no, that. No, um, no, no. I don't no. think we see the demon. I don't think he just demolishes the demon. The demon is very protected. Um. But I do expect a really, really good match, and I expect people to re- really be behind this match. It's a, it's the best decision they've made. The the whole the Brock Lesnar Braun Strowman match was stinking up this card. I'll say it like that. It yeah, it was. It, I'm I'm glad it's not happening. It was a major um, a turd are, in the middle of a great card. A lot of people are thinking. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that Braun would come in and cost uh, Brock the the title. Braun better sit his ass down. Like, <laughs> he, the man, you gotta, 
She, you oh good, my God, no, nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> you good, you good, man. Braun, Braun can, Braun can chill. Braun, <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near this match. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I don't think this this hurts. Um, this absolutely will not hurt uh, Finn in the least bit. I think Finn still stands as like one to maybe like one A, one B. Still, I think I think just the reactions that he's been getting for the past couple of weeks, he seems like the hottest guy on, on the show. And yeah. um, him and Seth are the are the top guys. And I mean, you, you ask us a year ago, you know, consider all things considered, if you asked us a year ago without even you know without even knowing what was going to happen, you know. If these two were going to be the guys, we we would have not believed it, but it's it's happening right now, and you know I'm I'm very excited for what's what's to come as far as the top of the card. Um, let's start I, with the Ro- go ahead. Can I, well, I know we're not talking about Raw and SmackDown this week, but I do want to you know give some attention to a few different things. Go ahead. Um, I love the Finn Balor promo. I love the Finn Balor action with. Um, I love the match with Braun Strowman. Yes. Um. Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre love that match. Um, Apollo Crews getting a chance on Monday Night Raw, that was different. Good but promo, also, yeah. Also welcomed. I mean, it showed a lot of charisma that we didn't really expect from him on Monday Night. So to me, it even seems like when he's announced in the Royal Rumble, it actually seems like you know something to look forward to, something to just at least look out towards. Um, Dean Ambrose is back, you know. Wearing regular jackets, talking to himself backstage. He need, he need to go to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be mad either. I'm not gonna watch it. He just needs to go to AEW. Um, let's see what else on, on SmackDown. I mean, we had the Naomi Mandy Rose match with the very uh, I wasn't a fan of the finish. Um, but we also had a very good, very very good two out of three falls match. Between Rey Mysterio, Andrade, and Almas, what what have you thought of the series thus far, and what it means for the career of Andrade? Um, I mean, shit, the career of Andrade. Uh, I mean, motherfucking Rey Mysterio's resurgence. Also, oh, yeah. I I think it's done wonders for both of them. It makes Rey look amazing. He's he's giving he's giving Andrade a lot, like more than I can say anybody his stature. He doesn't have to do this, you know. That top rope power bomb. My he, God. Yeah. Scary shit, right? That West Coast pop. My God. Yeah. And I, I think just for Andrade, again, I mean, Triple H talked about him at length on a press conference call. Um, you know, this guy's he has it. We've always knew that. We've always yeah. talked about this. This guy has it. And he's getting a chance to prove it. I think there's big things for him in the future. You know, one thing that I did, actually, I'm glad you brought it up. He was without Zelina. And mm-hmm. I know that I know that that was supposed to be like a, a thing to kind of cover up the fact that it was still going to be interfered in at the end, uh, yeah. to, you know, not have it finish. He still came off as a presence without her. Yeah. And I thought that was important. It was very important for him to be out there by himself and to be able to get reactions, the, the reactions that he was getting. I mean, they they were booing him, but they were also popping for everything he was doing as well. And I think that was that, that was just incredible. You know, is there someone who's watching NXT on <laughs> <laughs> on this main roster just like wow we should do this stuff on the main show because really <laughs> they've been really killing it with the matches as of late and you know what i even like the, the the closing schmas to the show i like you know samoa joe enforcing his presence and that, that rko was clean that rko came out of nowhere and you know he's supposed to be a heel but then it's like can you really boo that nah that rko that rko takes away all the maga that, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god let's get into the royal rumble yeah men's royal rumble up first uh i mean once again we're going into these without a heinz with with no type of inclination that uh, anyone could win or who could win or who what place people are coming in only we only know that our truth will be number 30 um there, th- maybe <laughs> maybe maybe I, I feel like he i think that his number. <laughs> oh wow that'd be crazy that would be fucking insane uh i mean i guess like any big surprises that you think um let's see who we've got here we've got 20 of the entrants already announced um apparently john cena still john cena may still be at the rumble who knows um we have 20 we have 20 i expect a couple surprises um where are we at for this rumble phoenix yeah Maybe Shawn Michaels. Who knows? I don't know. Hell no. Um, who's from Phoenix? This is a great wrestlers from Phoenix. All I know, Shawn Michaels. Um, so he's not from Phoenix. He's kind of he's close. He's from San Antonio. Yeah. What are you like, talking about? He's kind of from Phoenix. Come on, it's like it's right there. Um, <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, Can somebody show Mills a map? <laughs> no, don't show me a map. I know where the hell Phoenix is. Um. It's like right there. Um, I don't see any surprises, man. I, I mean, I'm talking NXT. I, I NXT. think I, I think Gargano shows up. Give me a Velveteen Dream. Oh, that would be crazy. Gargano, Velveteen, or uh, I don't think they do Cole twice. But Gargano, Black. Velveteen, or Alistair Black, or Alistair. Okay, but he's got to get. He has to get his entrance though. If if that happens. His entrance is longer than two minutes. Like you just don't want Alistair Black to just like walk out. <laughs> you don't want him to just walk out. Listen, you might walk out. My, my man might walk out. All regular, regular. <laughs> no, I would laugh. I would be like, no, nah, he's not a star. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they now about to set up the entire. <laughs> no, they got to. The they entire to. Uh, with the hand truck. Just for him to no, they, no, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to be him. Ricochet, him Ricochet makes more sense. Ricochet would be cool. I'm down. Yeah, Ricochet. Ricochet makes more sense. But the thing is, he can't do no flippy shit. Like he, he can do plenty of flippy shit, man. He, yo, we gonna do tope on somebody? That's half yeah. his fucking offense. Listen, give it a Ricochet. Do whatever you want at this point. All right. Um, Who do you think is gonna win? Seth Rollins. Uh. I don't think a raw guy wins. Raw, raw, raw people don't need to win these. I've always they said this. Don't. They don't need to win. They don't. That's, that's why like, they never win. That's why they never win. <laughs> they don't need to win them. But it's like because they really always gotta, get fast lane. They always get fast lane. They never I really got to win the Royal Rumble to face Daniel Bryan. Uh, that's why I think Rey Mysterio is winning. What, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with winning to face Daniel Bryan? I feel like there's no adversity with that, man. It's like it's Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but I think Rey Mysterio is gonna win. Just from a, all right, I'll give you that. I'm That's adversity. I'm saying Seth Rollins. I, I think he, I think he gets his shot at uh, either Elimination Chamber or Fast Lane. I think Seth Rollins, and then what? Rey Mysterio is like, uh, maybe I'll face Brock, uh, <laughs> or maybe no, I'll wait, face. You're not. Hold on, we're not. We're not you trying to choose. choose. You still get to choose. He's just gonna choose. He's gonna choose Daniel. Yeah, just let him let him hint at the choosing. Let him just you know give him to fast lane and let him just like feel it out. Why would Ray do that? Because he's the littlest big man that there is, and Brock Lesnar is the ultimate giant, and that's like, huh? What are you talking? Why are you going huh? Like it's not 
the man isn't small and his whole career has been overcoming the odds. I just asked you why why Ray would wait till Fastlane to to decide who he's going to face for the Royal Rumble. Because that's what they did last year. Or they did it. They did it. They didn't wait. They didn't wait. um, Oh, sorry. They did that for Asuka. Yeah. You have the choice. You have the choice. You still yeah, he he could he, I think he'll choose Daniel Bryan. There's no reason for him to choose. No, no, no. Brock well, uh, yeah, he's not going to realistically choose Brock Lesnar, but he has the he has the option. I say at least um, if he does win, at least just like hint at it. Like say <laughs> like what it what it what if he chose Brock Lesnar? What if it's a, a match we've well, I guess we have seen before, but in a very scary fashion in 2013, 2003. But you know, what if that happens? It could still happen. Who knows? We'll see. All right. It is. You pick up Rey Mysterio. I got Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, Women's Royal Rumble. I, I think this is main events again this year, obviously. Uh, I think there is a lot of, I mean, questions surrounding who's going to win. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Charlotte wins, but I would not be mad if Becky Lynch won. I, I just don't know what they're doing with with these three women, Rhonda, Charlotte, and Becky at the at Mania. So I, I can't call it at this point. I, I literally do not know. <laughs> what if, what if, you know what? Never mind. Um, what, what if what? They do some, they do the, the they both fought during the same time bullshit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, it might be. Uh, <laughs> they don't need to, but again, if you're getting what you want, I don't think that you should be mad about that finish if it does happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they're doing with this. I just don't know. I don't know how they get. I know where they want to go. I'm interested to see how they get there. That's always been my thing. I don't know where they're going. I'm Any surprises there, NXT-wise, you think? <sighs> Bianca Belair, maybe, fresh off her loss? <laughs> um, I mean, NXT Women's Division ain't really popping, popping. Um, We're tripping. Mia Yim could show up. Uh, I mean, Nicole, yeah. uh, Tor- Tony Storm up. could show up. Tony Storm could show up. Mia Yim. Tony uh, Storm could show Ray up. Ripley. Ray Ripley. Or Tony Storm. Tony Storm would be great to promote that UK thing. Um, the UK thing. NXT UK. I was there. Um, <laughs> you, were in, you were in London? or uh, I'm sorry. You were in uh, Blackpool? I was I was there mentally. That's what I was talking about. Um, surprise NXT. And- I, I I honestly think Bianca, Shayna, uh, and possibly Tony. And I mean, you want to you want to put UK out? Actually, you know, we 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 talked about all these surprises for the, the men's uh, Rumble. Pete Dunn's going to be out there. He could be one of the, the, the surprise entrants. Oh, that's true. They are doing that War of the Worlds thing. Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle could be the, could be it. This is true. That's War crazy. Of the worlds, War of the Worlds, man. How do you feel uh, about that? How do you feel about that? War of the Worlds. They're taping it, so I'm I'm excited to watch those matches. I I think a lot of the guys uh, on that card have either not faced each other in a while or not faced each other at all ever. So I think that it would be really really dope uh, when they actually do put it out. I I think the fact that they're taping it means that there are obviously there's implications for the main shows because the winner gets a title shot, and mm-hmm. I think whoever comes out on top there will have that's their, that's going to be their mania program. Whether whether it be NXT two or five live or the uh, NXT UK, hmm. Because my thing with NXT UK is that they're I mean Triple H explicitly said you're not going to get done in Walter. Sorry, worlds collide. I'm thinking the challenge. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What two challenge references in two weeks? Uh, I, I I mean he explicitly said you're not getting the Walter match for a while. 
I I I would think that someone from the from NXT UK want to kind of big up that division and give uh, Dunn a another challenger in the next couple of weeks. So we got um, we got Adam Cole, we got yeah. Velveteen Dream, Dominic Dojovic, Keith Lee, and Shane Thorne. Newly single Shane Thorne. I mean, single like tag team single. <laughs> single. Um, NXT UK. We have Mark Andrews. We have Tyler Bate. Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, and Zach Gibson. And then from 205 Live, we have Cedric Alexander, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, TJP. Oh, man. It's a different vibe when it's Tony Nese, though. Umberto Carrillo. So, to me, this seems like a given of just, like, Adam Cole. Like, give me my shot. Um, oh, you think, you think this is a way for Adam Cole to get a shot? Yeah. <sighs> I don't Turn know. Turn that up. Turn that up. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that that is our predictions for the Royal Rumble pay-per-view this weekend and NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Meals, it's going to be a very interesting show next week. Uh, we're going to have Royal Rumble pool winners. So that should be super interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, realistically, they could be on this show. But realistically, if they can't make the show, I would like them to like just pick a show in the future, in the near future. You know, if it, just in case they can't be on the show. Well, we should do one of them for the recap show. Okay. And one of them for uh, the uh, a show in the future. Yeah. yeah. I think that works. That, that'll, that'll definitely work. Right. Uh, so until next time, guys, make sure that you check us all out at RNC Radio. Um, we are doing so much awesome shit up there. We have Pat with the Cable Box reviewing True Detective Season 3. He is, he is literally, like I said last week, like the board of his theories are, is filling up. It's almost full. I just saw it the other day. Uh, Mills, you're counting down to the end of Two Belts. We are recording a new episode this week. Two Belts will be, you know, its final show will be March 15th. Um, yeah, stay tuned. We're talking about Future's new album this week. I think, um, I'm not sure what else. Oh, we got the new J. Cole that dropped. So if you're a fan of J. Cole, you have that to look forward to. Um, even though Carlos is not, so you probably won't be looking forward to his review, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll do my thing. Um, Shout out, Carlos. We also have RSBN this week that just dropped uh, with special guest Chris Mack, uh, who's been a guest on this show or, or on the A show, now moved over to RSBN, finally getting on that show with Jeff and Mark. Uh, so you can check that out on our SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, or Stitcher. Uh, we're all, we're everywhere. Uh, and so, yeah, until next time. Wait, wait, wait. We also got to show up the lookout. Lookout was doing. Oh shit! I'm so I'm sorry. I have, I'm sorry. I haven't seen the movie, so like it's it's literally not even on my radar right now. Why haven't you seen the movie? What's wrong with you? I had to go see Glass. You don't have to for see for, Glass. for for the upcoming episode of Late Fees that's dropping on Friday. We'll do the Late Fees about Dragon Ball Super. You know what, Pat? Pat actually said, <laughs> "Look out, late fees uh, uh, mashup," and I was like, "Eric would never do that," and he just kind of said, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I mean, it could happen. I'll watch the movies, and we could do it. Listen, we could. Let's do it. I mean, right, you know, fine. What? We, but we talked about the movie already, so we can't do it. Um, we talked about the movie this week with um, with Balvin. Shout out to Balvin. Um, Great guy. Um, and if you if you're if you want to hear our review, me and Jeff's review on the lookout, um, on actually Dragon Ball Super Broly, the movie, definitely check that out. Um, and we're beginning season four of the lookout. So expect new episodes coming over the next couple of weeks. So yeah. There you go. Uh so until next time, enjoy the Royal Rumble. Enjoy Royal Rumble weekend. If you're going out there in Phoenix, uh, enjoy yourself, be safe. Until next week, 
For Meals, I am Justin. Thank you for listening to The A Show. We'll see you later. Happy Rusev Day.